And now let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. October 25th, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 22. And so I, Paul, solemnly urge you, Timothy, before God and before Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he appears to set up his kingdom. Preach the word of God. Be persistent. Whether the time is favorable or not, patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to right teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever they want to hear. They will reject the truth and follow strange myths. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at bringing others to Christ. Complete the ministry God has given you. As for me, my life has already been poured out as an offering to God. The time of my death is near. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. And I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness that the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that great day of His return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to His glorious return. Please come as soon as you can. Demas has deserted me because he loves the things of this life and has gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone to Galatia, and Titus has gone to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Bring Mark with you when you come, or he will be helpful to me. I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come, be sure to bring the coat I left with Carpus at Troas. Also bring my books, and especially my papers. Alexander the coppersmith has done me much harm, but the Lord will judge him for what he has done. Be careful of him, for he fought against everything we said. The first time I was brought before the judge, no one was with me. Everyone had abandoned me. I hope it will not be counted against them. But the Lord stood with me and gave me strength that I might preach the good news in all its fullness for all the Gentiles to hear. And he saved me from certain death. Yes, and the Lord will deliver me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To God be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila and those living at the household of Onesiphorus. Erastus stayed at Corinth, and I left Trophimus sick at Miletus. Hurry so you can get here before winter. Eubulus sends you greetings, and so do Putins, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers and sisters. May the Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you all. This week's Bible meditation, Isaiah 26.3 You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Apostle Paul, let me read it to you. Don't turn. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. He says, what agreement, verse 16, is the temple of God with idols? You are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Verse 17, he says, Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not 
the unclean thing and I will receive you and will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Touch not the unclean thing. It's not talking about homosexual uh, sexuality and pornography. These are unclean altars. This is the table of devils. And the Holy Ghost says to Paul, touch not the unclean thing. Come out from among them. Run for your life. Because this is about your life. It's not just about an opposing theology or a conflicting viewpoint on Jesus. This is about your life. My mind is forever branded with the story that I heard of police officers from the city of New York as, as people were fleeing from a crumbling building. There were police officers and firemen and others that were running towards the building saying, run for your life at their own peril. And in some cases, I believe they knew they were going to die, but there was a sense of duty. I was crying out to God. I said, God, oh, Jesus, don't let my sense of duty be less for your kingdom than these beloved firemen and policemen were for those that are perishing in a falling tower. We're living in a generation when truth is falling into the streets. I want to be among those that are not running away from the conflict, but running into the conflict and saying, run for your life. Run from gospels that focus only on success and prosperity. Run. Run from those who use the name of Christ only for personal gain. Run from those that are picking your pocket in the name of Jesus. Run! Run from gospels that only focus on self-improvement. How can I... Three steps to a better personality. Three steps to this and forth. Run! Run from churches where men and not Christ are glorified. Run! Run! Body of Christ, run! Get out! Don't touch the unclean thing. Run from churches in America and Canada where there is no Bible. There's no cross in the theology. There's no soul-searching word. There's no repentance from sin. There's no mention of the blood of Jesus. Run! It's unclean! Run! Run from Churches where the worship leaves you cold. There is no sense of God because they don't know God. Run! Run from churches where you're comfortable in your sins. That's a table of devils. If you come in the house of God and you've got sin in your life and you're not convicted of it, you're at a table of devils. Run from pulpits that are filled with political men who are using the pulpit of God for a personal political agenda. Run! Run from those who preach division between races and cultures. Run! Run! Get out! 
Turn it off. Get away from it. They know nothing of God. Run from ungodly, spasmodic movements and endless, empty prophesying. Beloved church, run for your life. Run from preachers that stand and tell stories and jokes. Run like you've never run before. Run for those that are only after your money. And they use one gimmick after another. One foolish thing after another to get your money. Run. Psalm 95, verse 1, through chapter 96, verse 13. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us give a joyous shout to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before Him with thanksgiving. Let us sing Him psalms of praise. For the Lord is a great God, the great King above all gods. He owns the depths of the earth, and even the mightiest mountains are His. The sea belongs to Him, for He made it. His hands formed the dry land, too. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for He is our God. We are the people He watches over, the sheep under His care. Oh, that you would listen to His voice today. The Lord says, Don't harden your hearts as Israel did at Meribah, as they did at Mazah in the wilderness. For there your ancestors tried my patience. They courted my wrath, though they had seen my many miracles. For forty years I was angry with them, and I said, They are a people whose hearts turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. So in my anger I made a vow. They will never enter my place of rest. Sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, bless His name. Each day proclaim the good news that He saves. Publish His glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things He does. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be revered above all gods. The gods of other nations are merely idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty surround Him. Strength and beauty are in His sanctuary. O oh, nations of the world, recognize the Lord. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give to the Lord the glory He deserves. Bring your offering and come to worship Him. Worship the Lord in all His holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before Him. Tell all the nations that the Lord is King. The world is firmly established and cannot be shaken. He will judge all peoples fairly. Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea and everything in it shout His praise. Let the fields and their crops burst forth with joy. Let the trees of the forest rustle with praise before the Lord. For the Lord is coming. He is coming to judge the earth. 
He will judge the world with righteousness and all the nations with His truth. Proverbs 26, verses 9 through 12. A proverb in a fool's mouth is as dangerous as a thorn bush brandished by a drunkard. An employer who hires a fool or a bystander is like an archer who shoots recklessly. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. There is more hope for fools than for people who think they are wise.